Welcome to the NNBN podcast, talking with businesses, charities, and organizations across Northamptonshire. Sponsored by Poppy Design Studio. Find us at poppydesignstudio.com. So last week we were talking with uh, Kevin Holliray, MP, the Minister for Enterprise Markets and Small Business, about a number of business topics and, of course, late payments came up in that conversation. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Liz Barkley, who's the Small Business Commissioner. So, uh, Liz, welcome. Um, thank you very much indeed for having me, Simon. Yeah, no, it's, it's great to be able to have these conversations to help sort of share information about some of the good work that's going on in the UK to try and combat some certain areas of uh, yeah, late payments and everything. So um, I suppose a good, a, you know, a real good place to start would be sort of the role of the Office of the Small Business Commissioner and, and what your role is within it. Uh, well, I am the Small Business Commissioner for the UK, so I it's my responsibility to run that office and make sure that we do what we can to try to improve payment practices across the UK. And when I say that, I don't just mean improve late payments, I mean improve slow ones as well. Because a lot of the complaints that we get and inquiries we get are from people who uh, who have overdue invoices, but also have been offered long extended payment terms. So for instance, just this morning, someone said, I used to be paid in 30 days. Now my customer is saying I'll be paid in 45 days. Uh, yesterday it was, I used to be paid in 30 days. Now my customer is saying I'll be paid in 60 days. And we're even seeing 90, 120 days. Now those are slow payments to me. And I would like that to change too, so that small businesses get the money in their bank when they think they're going to get it in the bank on the agreed date, but also they don't have to wait, you know, three, four months in order to get paid and it get paid quickly. Mm, I'd imagine, you know, with the aftermath of the pandemic and everything, it's, it's you know, people have sort of obviously got extra finance to pay out for with bounce back loans and things like that. Is it actually getting worse at the moment or is it actually sort of improving, do you think? During the pandemic, it seemed to improve. And I think that was partly because big bus bigger businesses, uh, customers, realized that if they didn't pay their smaller suppliers quicker, then the chances were they were going to go out of business and there wouldn't be a supplier when they next needed them. Um, it takes time and money to find a new supplier uh, as reliable as your previous ones. Um, but also, I think they thought that if they didn't pay quickly, perhaps their competitors would, and then the suppliers would leave them and go to their competitors, giving them a competitive advantage. Um, so it improved during the pandemic. We saw some firms go from paying in 30 days to paying in 14 days and even seven days. And I think that over the years, uh, things have certainly improved over the past 12 years, say, on average, uh, late payments, um, sorry, on average, payment days have dropped from about 82 days to 35, 36 days. But it's still not perfect. Uh, and we still get a lot of complaints from people who are in dispute about their payments. And of course, we run a dispute resolution service to help people who are in payment dispute. Um, is it getting worse? I think recently we have seen more inquiries from people who are saying we're being asked to wait longer 
And that is a worrying sign to us that perhaps the bigger customers in financial difficulty and trying to hang on to cash. Um, as you say, businesses do have competing needs for their cash. But at the same time, if you're contracting with someone to supply you, you shouldn't be bankrolling them in order to protect your own business. You're using them to bankroll you, rather, to uh, protect your business. Yeah, it, it, it can be a challenge as we know cash flow and uh, obviously a lot of businesses rely on regular payments. And uh, I, I suppose, um, you know, the aftermath of the pandemic will have you know helped to contribute to some of the challenges people are facing with these additional costs. But also, I suppose we've we've had a lot of change over the last number of years. Haven't we with business adjusting to some of the bigger national things that we know about with obviously Brexit changing things in the business world. And of course, then, as I said, the the aftermath of the uh, the pandemic. But um, as yeah, the next question, I suppose, um, is around what what is the um, the office of the Small Business Commissioner you know, doing to help sort of stamp, you know, stamp down on those late payments because of the, the impact it can be huge on business, can't it? Well, to be fair, Simon, probably the most effective tool that I've got in the toolkit is communication. And so we're talking to the big businesses and um, talking to them about how it can help them improve their own bottom line if they are looking after the businesses in their supply chain and that includes making sure that they get paid fairly and quickly um, we're talking to the small businesses to say you know we um, you can help yourselves to a certain extent to get paid quicker by making sure there are no mistakes on your invoices making sure you know exactly who to send the invoice to quite often small businesses um, assume that the person who's given them the work will be the person who pays them, and that's not necessarily the case. Um, I think both sides need to know more about each other and understand each other's processes better. And we're also talking to the big tech companies saying, you know, you have improved things. Yes, we used to see late payments uh, on average, it took 82 days to pay an invoice. Now it's taking about 36. And you have made a big difference, but there's probably more of a difference that you could make uh, if you were to think about uh, trying to help businesses to get their technology joined up so that as soon as an invoice uh, was issued, it was paid. Um, so communication is the main form uh, the main tool that I have got in my toolbox, I can go out and um, talk to businesses if they will allow me a platform. I can go out and talk at conferences, etc. Um, and we can, as I say, we've got a dispute resolution service, so we can help resolve disputes. But I would actually like to avoid them in the first place. Uh, and perhaps the other thing that is really important is the prompt payment code. Um we don't own the code, the Department for Business and Trade does, but we administer that on their behalf and we would like to see as many firms as possible signed up to that code, committing to paying their smaller suppliers and the smallest of their small suppliers as quickly as possible and as quickly as 30 days in the case of the small businesses. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, the prompt payment code. I mean, obviously, within what we do here in Northamptonshire, we, we have signed it. Even as a small business ourselves, we've signed it to show our intentions that, you know, we don't want credit with, with suppliers. We want to pay people on time. We want to pay them, yeah, make sure that they've... Um, well, the, the way I look at it is one less email coming in chasing me for money means I can go and do other things. So, you know, for us, it's, it's, it's you know, sharing our intention, but also to help share the message of 
that prompt payment code. Um, so I'm glad we're talking about it here on the podcast as well, because uh, obviously I think it's it's key for businesses to to make that intention um, and also show that they are paying people on time. And you know to have that in uh, our our business is great, but also within our business community, we want to we want to help you know. You want to, we want to help local businesses try and you know not have these problems that uh, they face with cash flow. So um, it's interesting that you mentioned the time that it takes, uh, you know, to chase up payments. Small businesses do find it very difficult to do that chasing because they're really worried that if they chase money that's rightfully theirs, they may not get the next piece of business because they may damage that working relationship, and that's something really difficult for a small business um and of course it eats into productivity and time that you could be using to do lots of other more important things in your business including business planning um but for a small business it's hard to be signed up to the prompt payment code unless you know you're going to get paid in time to pay your suppliers in time you know so that's why we're constantly saying to the big the big firms please please pay make sure that everyone in your supply chain is paying on time so that the small firms can pay their small suppliers on on time too so that everybody is protected along the supply chain yeah that's great to hear because obviously it has a knock-on effect and of course the the smaller the business obviously the more of an impact it can make as well um when when it comes to cash flow um well it's harder to borrow if you're a small business yeah you're oh, absolutely more, you're much less likely to have reserves sitting around uh you know for that rainy day when you need them and apart from everything else with inflation going up uh interest rates going up the cost of doing business going up there are fewer firms with those kind of reserves that they can uh, can tide them through a rough patch um you know, so you really need to know, you need to have that certainty that the money that you're expecting to hit your bank account on the date that you have agreed is actually going to be there. Um, small firms are not investing. They're not retraining, upskilling. They're not investing in better equipment. And actually, if the small firms are investing, then you, as the customer, are probably getting a better service and a better product. So who could actually sign prompt payment code is it is it open to any organization yes okay it is it's open to any organization um but as i say it's it can be difficult for small businesses lots of them say i'd really like to sign up to the prompt payment code i want to be able to guarantee that i'm going to pay my small suppliers within 30 days but because i don't know that i'm going to get paid in 30 days i'm not able to make that commitment and, uh, you know, that does make it difficult. So although anybody can sign up, we don't see everybody coming forward to make the commitment. Uh, and obviously, it's a voluntary code. But once you've signed up, it's no longer voluntary. Uh, and if you don't meet the criteria of the code, you could be removed from it. And nobody wants that to happen. Mm. So if I was a business that, you know, struggling to pay supplies myself when I've signed the code i mean obviously that kind of impact on our credibility as a business but also the, the suppliers cash flows as well but it would also impact on the the actual ppc that we've actually signed as in the prompt payment code as well um it would but if you find yourself in that 
difficult position. So let's say you've signed up, you're absolutely committed to making those payments and you find that you can't. Please, please come and talk to us because obviously we will do what we can to help you to get through what is probably just a temporary patch mm. um, until you can come out the other end. I don't want to be um, withdrawing, you know, withdrawing, uh, have people withdrawing from the code if they uh, are probably going to be able to return and meet their commitments within a couple of months' time. Uh, but equally, I don't want to be throwing them off the code uh, because <laughs> I... I prefer people signed up to the code, committed to it, um, because I can, at least if I get a complaint, I can talk to them. I have leverage. They are they are in the camp, so to speak. But if they're on the outside, it's much, much more difficult for us to sort out issues and complaints and disputes. So we'd much rather keep people on the code and help them to stay on the code if at all possible. Mm. And what if we hadn't signed the front payment code or businesses out there haven't signed the code, but they're still struggling? You can still help them. Is that right? Uh, yes. If if, um, if you're in, the dispute resolution service is actually completely separate from the code in the first place. And so if you are in dispute with a bigger company about a payment issue, come and talk to us. If you're a small business with fewer than 50 employees, we'll be able to help you. Yeah, that's brilliant to hear because, uh, as I say, it, it is the lifeblood of business, it, you know, cash flow at the end of the day, isn't it? And, uh, I mean, if I was owed money by a supplier, uh, sorry, by a customer and, and they weren't paying, would I have to prove sort of the balance and number of invoices, et cetera? Do, do you go into that sort of level of detail? Um, we would certainly need to go into that level of detail probably in order to be able to resolve the dispute. It's very hard without the detail in order to be able to go to the customer and say, look, here's what the complainant is telling us and here's the proof. Um, we do sometimes find, though, that when we get a complaint, there has been a mistake on an invoice. It's the communication that's the problem mm. rather than an actual dispute. Sometimes the bigger customer is fully intending to pay um, and but hasn't let the smaller business know that there's been a mistake on the invoice. You know, so sometimes we can just simply get the two sides together, get them to talk to each other, and it's all resolved quite quickly. And then the payment is, uh, then we hear from the complainant that the payment has been made. Um, and that's a great result for us. Um, but it, it, sometimes payment disputes do drag on and we have to go into a lot of detail and do a lot of investigation to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and, and I suppose, um, you know, if I was a business owner sitting here today knowing that I was falling into difficulties because obviously customers weren't paying me or I couldn't attract the finance into the business, is there a way that I can sort of get proactive and maybe give yourselves the heads up as well in case you get an inquiry so you can actually say, well, actually, this person actually did ring me on this day to say they were having problems and now you've got somebody saying, well, you know, I haven't been paid by them sort of thing. Do you actually receive calls like that as well? And we do sometimes, yes, and the insight is always useful. Um, I mean, certainly uh, it, it is becoming clear that when we are getting that kind of insight, we quite often find that the, the bigger firm that's not paying um, is in some kind of financial difficulty itself and is holding back money in order to try to save its own business um, and using the smaller business as a bank to a certain extent. Uh, and obviously we don't like that, but we'd rather know what was happening out there uh, so any of that kind of insight is valuable. It may not be that we can intervene at that stage, uh, but certainly 
uh, we would be looking to see, first of all, is it on the prompt payment code? Is it the signatory to the code? Uh, do we need to talk to them to find out more? Um, do we need to be looking at um, removing them from the code? Because this is a bigger issue than just that one complaint or that one inquiry or that one piece of insight. So, yes, we are always we always welcome insight of that sort. So the Office of the Small Business Commission, uh, is an independent body set up in, in 2016. Um, what sort of value of money have you managed to sort of collect since 2016 to where we are today? Is, is, it, is it, you know, 100,000, a few million, or what sort of figure can well, we talk um, we're about? Talking about? We're talking about almost 9 million, I think, at this point in time. Um, and some people may feel that that's not an awful lot. Uh, we opened our doors in uh, December 2017, and, um, you know, there we have had accusations <laughs> levelled at us that we should have collected more. But you've got to remember that most of the complaints come from very small businesses. And so we're collecting small amounts. Um, in some cases, you know, as, as little as maybe 30 quid even. Oh, really? Um, but a few hundred pounds makes a huge difference to a small business. Um, it can, you know, it, the one case that springs to mind is the business owner who came to us on a Friday afternoon and said, I can't feed my children over the weekend. Um, and she was owed £300. Now, when we phoned the bigger customer and said, you haven't paid this invoice, uh, we got through to the chief financial officer who said, but it's only £300. Mm. Uh, and we said, yes, but £300 to a small business like that is make or break. And he said, you know, I had absolutely no idea. He mm. said, I have approved invoices for £30,000 this afternoon. I will pay her invoice now from my own personal account. Um, but sometimes it's just that lack of understanding between businesses as to how much of a difference a small amount can make. So we are, we are helping people to get paid relatively small amounts mm. uh, in terms of the customer, but... but crucial amounts in terms of the small businesses uh and so you know they've added up to i think quite a phenomenal total over the years yeah i mean nine million over a, a few years obviously with a lot of transactions if they are smaller amounts it's, it's still making a difference to small businesses which is the key a to huge obviously the service yeah. and uh, you know well done to what you are doing because obviously you know payments we know as we said earlier can have a big impact on a small business owner especially when you're now hearing stories like that that you know we don't often appreciate other people's circumstances so you know well done on what you're doing Thank you for that. But I would just say, you know, an awful lot of the small businesses coming to us are the micro businesses. Quite often, there's only the one person working in them. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean to say that that money isn't just as important to them as a huge invoice is to a bigger company. Um, and those small um, businesses, micro businesses, freelancers, for instance, people who are self employed, really, really vital as suppliers into supply chains or direct suppliers. You know, this is the talent that's driving big business success mm -hmm. or medium-sized business success, and we really need to make sure it's well-supported. So how long does the actual process take? If, if somebody, you know, gets in contact today and, you know, God forbid, don't have a huge influx of inquiries, but what's the average sort of length of time for an inquiry to come into the office to then actually being looked at and actually technically being resolved? 
you're asking me how long a piece of string is. Okay, it, it varies. <laughs> you didn't realise that. Um, we could get a call this afternoon that will be resolved with one phone call in five minutes. Yep. Or it could take hours to get to the bottom of what exactly is going on, uh, you know, why invoices have been stacked up for such a long time. Quite often people don't come to us unless they're really, really uh, at the end of their tether. And so there may be invoices that have been outstanding you know, one woman said the other day, I've been uh, trying to get these invoices paid for eight months. You know, so it can take quite a long time to just go through all the detail uh, and make sure you're well equipped in order to be able to have the conversation with the bigger customer. Um, so, you know, we can take anything from five minutes to several days to resolve something, but we will do our best to do it as quickly as possible and without damaging the business relationship if we possibly can. And of course it's a free service. Yeah. I mean, I was going to add that it's a free service. So, uh, you know, people that are struggling to obviously survive as a business or, or do that, that cash injection and you know, to be paid quite rightly for the service they've delivered, then this is a service that they can, they can take, um, uh, you know, get in contact with you about. So, so how can people actually get in contact with yourselves? What's the best way for people that are struggling with late payments to actually get involved and, um, you know, raise the inquiry with yourselves? Um, best way really, I suppose, is to go into whatever search engine you use uh, put in small business commissioner you'll find our website and then you can uh, say you can contact us through the website um, you can phone us there is a phone number on there but if uh, if we're a bit short-staffed or if we're really busy you may have the frustration of uh, you know phoning and not getting through drop us an email we will get back to you as soon as we possibly can and people can find out more information about the prompt payment code for the website as well, so they can actually yes, find out how absolutely. they can sign up as well. Yeah, there's a section on the website about the prompt payment code. And, of course, if you have any questions, again, we're only too happy to talk you through it um, and make sure that you feel comfortable. We, You know, we have firms coming to us and saying, um, I'm not ready to join yet, uh, but I think that I'm putting new processes in place. We're spending an awful lot of money on that. And we think that in eight months' time, we'll be ready to sign up to the code. So what do we need to do? And we're perfectly happy to help talk people through that. That's brilliant, Liz. Well, listen, thank you for um, for your time. Uh, really good to understand more about the work you are doing. As I said, keep up the good work because the, the sooner we can clamp down on some of these late payments, the better. Uh, so, yeah, well done. It's a long-standing problem. <laughs> uh, we're working really hard on it, but in the meantime, uh, we're launching our what we're calling our Tool Up campaign uh, in a week's time, and that is a campaign that has got some tools on our website to help you to try to get your invoices paid more quickly.